159. A little bit of a chaotic Matt and Kyle episode yeah. today. Uh, of course, you are listening to the Six One IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast amplifying the indie scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. New episodes drop each and every Monday morning on all major podcast feeds and YouTube.com slash Six One Indie. Supporters on Patreon.com slash Six One Indie can tune in live as we record and gain access to Clocked Out, the IndieCast post show. But if money is tight and no worries, you can still support us with a simple click. Wherever you're listening, go ahead and leave this podcast review. Follow at 61 Indie on your social media poison of choice. Subscribe and hit the bell on youtube.com slash 61 Indie and tell your friends all about us. Today, we're going to get into some Sea of Stars, some Baldur's Gate 3, and then yeah. Matt has a game prepared to play today. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what it is. I'm very excited. But before <laughs> we get that and we'll talk about the the indie um indie showcase a little bit uh shout out to the pd fans colby cordis jacob mccourt jill grote nicholas johnson nicole humphrey play jason and the compound and shout out to our showcase producers who helped make the showcase possible yes cole aka the good sir jacob mccourt and brett griffin a uh, little bit of housekeeping if you missed the showcase that we've been telling you about forever uh it happened last week it's wild yeah, it it's out there six one indie.com slash showcase for everything you see the the showcase you got eight or uh, eight or nine developer interviews something like that yeah it's around there um and some written pieces uh wish lists links to every game developers go there go check it out go support these games wish list them because it helps a ton mm-hmm. uh let us know if you caught any games that you really enjoy uh, we had a lot of fun picking the games post show last week was three hours long. We already talked about all of them, but um, it's cool to see people reacting to it finally because yeah. we recorded that before mm-hmm. it went live. So it's wild to see. I think at one point we had a hundred people in chat oh, or watching it live. I'm like, whew, it'll come a long way from our first one where it was like mm-hmm. maybe 15 yeah. tops. It's <laughs> wild. Absolutely wild um and of course mike was at pax west last week uh we didn't get to do our chaotic pax Mm. podcast every night recording just because mike did not have the equipment to do so so next week when we record uh we'll get to talk about mike's pax west experience um and i i just realized matt that we told people that the i think we weren't coming back until next week Oh, unless I have my dates wrong or whatever, I could have my dates wrong. But it doesn't matter. We're here anyway. Yep. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ending it now. It's no. Too bad. Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so Matt, how you doing, bud? Oh, Kyle, I'm doing great. Uh, first day of vacation. Yes. I got myself some uh, honey whiskey in a glass. Ooh. Is that your go-to? Uh, Is that, like, no. Your favorite. It's a, oh, okay. I I had just watched uh, Justified for the first time. So I'm kind of in that like southern mood, like you know gotcha. what? Okay, fuck it. Let's let's just drink <laughs> Tennessee whiskey, honey in the glass. Hell yeah, with some ice cubes. Kyle, how are you doing? I'm I'm a little tired. It's been a long three day work week. Because mm. uh, Monday we had off um, for Labor Day. It's been yeah, Must and be nice. it's been unseasonably <laughs> hot. Yeah, like we had like a week or so where it wasn't like like dripping sweat drenched mm-hmm. sweat these last couple days it has been like what what numbers you um i believe 
at my aunt's house in the Hamptons when my dad mm-hmm. was there today on her porch outside, it hit 105. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Ham- I've never been in the Hamptons, but Hamptons is all like beachfront stuff, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, she, at, at least she the lives water. In a- yeah, yeah, yeah. right there. <laughs> and she lives in a log cabin, which is probably a little hot on the hotter side, I would imagine. I would imagine that'd breathe easier than the crap we live in these days, right? Actually, yeah, no, you're right. So oh, then cool. then there you go. That just tells you just how hot it's been then. Yeah, it, it uh, hit that for me three weeks ago. Uh, what's the current temperature where you're currently stationed at? Uh, right now it's 80. Okay, not too bad. Yeah, we, it's not we've, bad. Been, no. we've been hitting around there. Today it's only 73 at tops. Ooh, beautiful. Uh, which is, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a shirt, not a button-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'll wear shorts no matter what all year oh, round, yeah. so no, I don't care. Fully. I got shorts on, yep. I'm That's so ready for football, though, from... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, football does start tonight if people care, so oh, it yeah. is like we're getting to the fall kind of feeling. I've, for me, that's when it starts. Right. It's when the fall sports, you know, start up. But yeah, I'll, I will wear shorts no matter what. And one of the advantage of working from home, I can wear whatever I want. That yep. is fantastic. Yup. <laughs> no dress code. I'm all dude, about that. <laughs> dude, like side tangent. Like when I started working from home, I tried to be like semi representable. Like I used to wear like what I used to wear when I was bartending. So like still wear, wearing like uh, presentable shorts or pants yep. and like a t-shirt. It slowly to quickly just became like, I'm just going to wear whatever I wake up in and come out of the shower yeah. with. Like, yeah, that yep. was a huge, that was a huge <laughs> relief because like in my head when I was job searching, I'm like, man, I have to set aside money to go buy clothes. Yeah. And now I don't, I could just wake up in my pajamas and just go straight to the computer if I want to, which yep. most likely every day, that's what I do. <laughs> I don't, don't have to sit in the car for three hours. Like, ah, yeah. No, oh. absolutely not. It's been fantastic. Um, so there's been a couple little indie game uh, news stuff that's happened. Um, I didn't get to watch it, but apparently there was a big like horror like showcase the other day. Hmm. I think it was called like Black Summer or something like that. I saw oh. a bunch of trailers happen um, on IGN on YouTube, and I, I didn't really get to like look at oh Fear Fest um did that already started yeah yeah, apparently though a couple days ago yeah fear fest black summer live stream where they announced a whole bunch of like horror games which is wild i didn't think that was already yeah because isn't fear fest the amc thing in october i don't know let's see because I, I told you it was be chaotic. I should have looked this up beforehand. Yeah, like I, I saw something bloody disgusting. Was saying like they have like an add-on for like oh. MC's Fear Fest, like Shutter continues or is before Fear Fest. But uh, this is from Bloody Disgusting. AMC mm. Fear Fest 2020, 2023 gets shocked by Shutter for a monster-sized two-month celebration. So there you go. It's gonna be two months long. It's a lot. But yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't hear anything about like a, a game showcase. I I know IGN had a, a a lot of things, um like Silent Hill Ascension. I got a trailer. Oh, um, that's that's the the one we want, right? I don't remember. <laughs> there's so I really many. don't remember. <laughs> that's the it, thing. There, like there, it's there's there's, uh, there's the uh, I forget the game dev studio, but um, uh, Untold Stories. 
I believe was the name of the, their first game. And then they did Observation. Oh. And, that, and now they're working on a Silent Hill game. And then there was the Silent Hill F, I, yep. I think was the title, which is mm-hmm. the one I'm really excited for. It has the uh, mangaka uh, author working on that. I forget his, their name. Uh, and then there's the remake and then the live service action show thing. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know which one Ascension is. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to find an actual <laughs> list. Uh, it's so weird. Like we went from having no Silent Hill to like here's, an, <laughs> here's a fucking Easter basket. Here you go. <laughs> I I could also be wrong. They could have been movies, but they looked like game trailers to me. On my well, feed. I think I think the new Silent Hill movie is called Return to Silent Hill. Okay, I believe. I too much Silent Hill. Honestly, forgot such a weird thing to say. <laughs> there was a new movie. That's kind of wild. Original director returning, thankfully, because if you'd watched Silent Hill 3D Revelations, don't. Go back in time and just don't. <laughs> uh, what's his name from uh, Game of Thrones is in it. He's terrible. He's terrible in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is just a little blurb. I I can't find a list, but um, tune into Fear Demics. This was yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. Fear Fest 2023 Black Summer live stream on Wednesday, featuring exclusive looks at more than 30 frightening horror game titles. Damn. World premieres, insightful interviews, special industry guests, and beloved content creators. So they featured Sound Hill Ascension, Soccer 2, Alan Wake 2, and much, much more. I think the Alone in the Dark, that's where the delay, I think, Oh, uh, okay. Maybe. It, it's interesting that they did three months. Yeah. Like for just like a to get out of dodge delay, mm-hmm. that's a long time. I hope they're polishing it because I'm still a little iffy if that game's going to be good. But I yeah. hope they're polishing it, whatever that yeah. entails. And I th- I do I first I was like January is a weird month to launch a horror game, but then like but Dying Light's done great at that spot. Yeah, uh, Resident Evil recently early in the year has been killing it like in mm-hmm. the February right range. Yeah, it's seven and eight both released yep. around that time, I believe. So, I mean, all the best. I hope it does well, because yep. any horror game winning is a win for horror games, I guess, is the way I view it. That's good math, Kyle. Yep. That's yeah, good math. <laughs> Doing good math. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's a lot of AAA stuff and bigger things. But right. we're in, I think, one of the big, busiest game seasons we've had in a while. In <laughs> But, like, specifically, there are so many indie games. Yeah. that have come out so close to each other that it's hard to find time to play them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, it, it already in my backlog within, like, the last two weeks, there's a game that I'll be able to talk about next week. Mm-hmm. There is uh, Sea of Stars, which we'll get to in a second. Yep. Uh, I've been playing Baldur's Gate 3. There's Whoa. Goodbye Volcano High, Stray mm. Gods, Blasphemous 2, which I haven't touched since I talked about it two weeks ago. It's it's never ending it's yep. wild it's a hot indie summer oh oh before i forget because i will forget matt i'm gonna say this to you on the show yeah limited run uh announced like the gargoyles yep. uh thing all right did you see the genesis that. already part? posted that okay. in our discord and even sh- even quoted saying i'm really tempted by that genesis version <laughs> I wanted to make sure I told you about it just in case you missed it. And if you don't know what we're talking about, the old school uh, Disney Disney's Gargoyles. Gargoyles game. Um, I could have sworn it came like, out on Super Nintendo back in the day, but it didn't. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, limited runs bringing it back, which is fantastic, but it's all, they're also bringing back an original Genesis cart. Yep. And it looks pretty cool. I'm tempted. I don't have two versions. Two versions. Ooh, okay. There's Genesis, like just like a standard like Genesis case and game and manual. There's a collector's edition too because Limited Run likes to do all those. So I might just grab the standard because I don't have it. Yeah. So. I've never played it. And uh, because of Cole, look at all those Genesis <laughs> games. That's Thank fantastic. You. Thank you, Cole. Love you. Yeah. That I is have so really, much really more cool. buying to do now. um but yeah since we're in it i want to get to what i think is the biggest indie release that we've been looking forward to for a very Mm -hmm. long time uh you've been playing way more than i have i've only been like maybe half an hour just because i was too tired for this kind of game when i decided to play it uh sea of stars sabotage studios oh my god is it as amazing as we wanted it to be from what the demo i played was so I didn't touch a demo because I wanted to go in fresh. But Kyle, this is I have almost 10 times more time with the game than you have currently. I'm almost at 30 Hell hours. Yeah. Uh, this is everything and more Sweet. I wanted. Uh, I recently replayed Messenger four weeks ago, no, three weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. And without spoiling anything for anyone. At first, you, you I'll just say you can go into this game without ever playing messenger. Uh, I understand it can be definitely difficult at times to go through that game. Um, It's a, it's a lot with timing. It's not nearly as hard as like Ninja Gaiden or those games, but you can play sea stars without playing messenger. I'll say that. However, going through the game at first, it's just like, Oh, there's references. And it's like, Oh, Oh, that's that. No. There are full-on connections, lore implications, like shit starts here that shows up in Messenger, fully connected video game, and holy shit, the payoff. Like, if, if you don't play Messenger, it's still going to be an enjoyable game, but if you have played Messenger, you're going to be like Leonardo DiCaprio the entire time, like, oh shit, like, like, oh my god. The story in this game is amazing. I have cried at least three times. Wow, that's sweet, okay. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I know that's a weird thing to say, but I'm excited for this story to hit me in the feels. Uh, I I know like within my small, you know, batch of time, I was not shocked of how beautiful it was because like I knew that from the demo. Yeah. But I'm still blown away. But like the background art and the level art, it's just the like. It does a really good job at like. Showing you where you can go without Mm -hmm. making it obvious. Yeah, like, oh, that looks like a ledge I can climb up. You can climb up the ledge. And it's like those little tiny things I think are great in this just visually. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, can't the, imagine what it looks like later on in the game. I'm sure it gets. Yeah, crazy. the what what they do with the dynamic lighting in a pixel art game, you know, technically looking at like a 2D sprite image based with backgrounds like but with dynamic 3D lighting, it's superb. It, gorgeous to look at and absolutely what you're saying like you rarely get lost like there are some puzzle moments where it's like you're looking at oh okay never mind now i i can see but um yeah the game is the soundtrack is amazing too uh again no mm-hmm. spoilers but there is a moment where you can be like oh fuck <laughs> 
like not not like story gravitas or sad or anything like that just like pure oh fuckness emotion hitting you and like you're gonna be like you're in for a ride during this moment like oh, it's it's on game pass it's on ps plus extra yeah if you can't afford the 35 dollars for the full game get one of these services play this game it's so yeah. good and i saw even outside of that i think it sold 250,000 copies yep it, which it is hit their yearly quota <laughs> i'm so happy for him i i can't wait to see i mean obviously the game just came out but i can't wait to see what they do next do they switch genres up again do they make another rpg i don't know but i trust them implicitly whatever they're gonna do yeah they i know they're gonna be working on dlc uh a free thing i believe Great. or maybe it's just free for the kickstarter backers but um they are going to be doing that and then i think they're also already starting to workshop what's next but that's great every game they're working on is all going to be in this connected universe that's so awesome it's, oh it's so good it's also great seeing uh you know friends of the show uh mick and trevor having statues in the game i know that was a kickstarter thing but it was just mm-hmm. i rarely see friends actually do that and and show off the game kind of thing that's super cool i love that Uh, i gotta make sure i do that next time (laughs) right i know i don't know why i didn't back this game yeah yeah. mike mike's getting the vinyl like i hope there's a pressing down the road but Mm -hmm. uh yeah there is a youtuber in the game somewhere i won't say which but he's a youtuber i watch and love and it was a moment like it it's great it's fantastic that's awesome i i do want to ask you about the combat because we haven't brought that up yet oh yeah um it's doing like uh joe my co-host on the trophy room not an rpg guy not an old school rpg guy turn-based kind of person he is in love with this game and i think the combat has a lot to do with that because it's not a it is turn-based in a way, but right. it's not as passive as what I think a lot of people expect an old-school retro RPG to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's very what, engaging. Paper Mario, right, is the comparison? Kind of like minigame-esque? Yes, you're not wrong. Okay, yeah. Super Mario you RPG can... is where where that DNA Thank came you. from, but yes, you're Thank not you. wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please correct me. <laughs> um, yeah, so it is like Chrono Trigger meets Super Mario RPG um there's even another element in there that's not in either of those games uh where you get um what's called live mana little orbs that show up on the ground and three can show up at a time that can boost your attacks that can add a element to your attacks so you don't have to use one of your skills to use that element because when you're fighting enemies when they're doing spells or skills or abilities whatever there's like a roulette that shows up and it tells you what you need to do to stop that spell from happening. It tells you how many turns you have to do it in. Uh, so let's say, you know, fire or moon shows up and you don't have any MP, but if there's an orb on play, you can choose that character that has that element, suck in that orb, attack, and still get that element off to stop that spell from happening. It's really engaging. And, and is that the... Set like the sword icon and stuff above enemies' heads that pop yep. up. So yep. that's the stop and attack. That's something I, I never, I think, learned through, through the demo. Yeah. So, yeah, that's okay. when they're doing a skill, spell, whatever. Sweet. Um, okay. Some of them you're, was... you're not going to be able to stop. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I was, I was just curious because I thought maybe that's like what they're strong against, right? Like, so if a sword mm. came up, you have to do magic attacks. But that makes way more sense. Um, 
I'm a big fan of the boomerang skill. Oh yeah, yeah, you're gonna use that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course I am. I'm very excited. <laughs> Can't wait to get that trophy. Um. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So where I'm at in the game, uh, almost thirty hours. I can go and do the last place and okay. finish the game. But there's a bunch of stuff to still clean up around. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that unlocks where you're at in the game at 30 hours where you can go do before doing that. Okay. Um, <laughs> and trying to figure out where to go and stuff by uh, searching Google, I have noticed there is more than one ending. So you can totally go and do the ending, but it is encouraging you to go and do everything else to get what's quote unquote the true ending. Uh, so there's, yeah, there's a lot to do in this game. I think it's probably still going to just max out at 35 40 hours but okay it's so good engaging side quests and everything yep yep no right. no fetch quests nothing like Sweet. that here god you love to see and it. kyle there's no fucking crafting i fucking love it <laughs> i'm sorry but I, I i i was playing today and i'm like thank fucking god there's no fucking rng drop crafting yeah. bullshit mechanics i yeah. am so done with that Keep it in Minecraft. It works. It, I love Minecraft. Stop putting it in other games. Like, this is just an old school RPG. Go here, do this, collect that. Mm -hmm. You're good to go. How how robust do like the campfire sections go? Um, is, there, is that is that where you can just like where you can cook right to to make potions or items whatever? Is that like uh, just a chance to check in with your your party members? Yes, and okay. um, there is someone down the road that adds a little bit more to that campfire experience i won't go into more detail it's it's not like it's maybe like an hour into your game an hour and a half into your game you'll find this person but gotcha, still okay. want anyone to go in fresh um but yeah there's there's things to do and find in the world that can add to those campfires to go back and there's a lot of recipes to find for that food mm -hmm. and yeah there's Sweet. there's there's a lot to do here and it's it's all connected it's all happening I gotta ask you, Matt. Is this your indie game of the year so far? Yep. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> this is my game of the year so far. Like, I still haven't gone back and played uh, Final Fantasy 16. Um, oh, wow. I yeah. got what 10, 15 hours into that. Mm -hmm. And yep, um, yep. I'm I'm playing this all the way through, getting that platinum. Like this game, Hell yes, has its hooks in me. That's awesome. I can't wait to get, actually get back to it. Oh, it's okay. Um, yeah, CS Stars is great. Great time to be an RPG fan. Uh, speaking of RPGs, I finally got my hands on Baldur's Gate. I know, man, oh. you're like, cool, we got to talk about it on the show. <laughs> I'm a little worried. Uh-oh, what, what are you well, going to no, 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 no. like, <laughs> You were about to say, like, you know, you you started playing Baldur's Gate, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 yeah. and how, like, you know, this is probably taking most of your time. And I was going to say, like, let's wait until the show because I'm going to say I'm not surprised. Oh, like, yeah. everyone I work with on our Slack, there's a video games channel that I'm a part yeah. of. And people just talking, and they're like, oh, I got like nine characters, a hundred saves, and like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna go that hard. Uh, I definitely, <laughs> I, I definitely do think this is gonna be a game I'm not gonna be done with this year. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna take my time with it. Uh, but it's everything I wanted from what I played it in early access a few years ago, very briefly, mm. too. Um, character creator is awesome. Uh, I love my character. I, I I think she's very attractive, uh, which I think most Baldur's Gate characters are. Uh, yeah. It's just a Larian thing, I think. Um, and the, just the D&D &D nature of, of it is mm -hmm. just perfect. As somebody who misses playing a D&D &D 
game with people because I played yeah. briefly during the pandemic. This is giving me that itch and, and, and more or, or quelling that thirst itch, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the the radio wheel for all the actions or whatever, it's going to take some getting used to on a controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot to go through, but I don't see how they can make it any different because mm. it's D and D you got to have right. a, uh, you got to have access to all your options and make it give the player as the freedom to do whatever they want. And you 1000% can in this game, there, there was a, <clears throat> there was a point where I was fighting a, uh, an assassin bugbear on top of like a mountain. Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Ooh, I have Thunder Wave. My my Mage Gale has shit. You got a Pikachu on your team? Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> and th- Thunder Wave <laughs> is a spell that you can like. It's a concussive blast that knocks them back. I apologize I like, to all D and D players out there. No, never no, no, played. No. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's totally fine. Uh, and I I got him to go around the other side so when i do the spell he would fly off the cliff not thinking i should make sure my party members aren't in the the radius oh, no. and i knocked two oh, of them no. off the cliff oh, i'm like shit. oh well i guess i'm rolling back the save because i don't want to kill them so early yep um and fa- honestly failing in this game is so mm-hmm. much fun <laughs> i i'm i'm not going to be the type of player that will restart a save every time a dice roll doesn't work mm-hmm. only when i f- don't truly like the outcome when it comes to like losing a party member or whatnot right but man i i love seeing the reactions of failing when i'm trying to detect someone's thoughts and they're like what the hell are you doing get out of my head (laughs) and they get really (laughs) pissed off and they attack me like larry and our masters at this rpg thing man i i i didn't put a lot of time into divinity i own it Mm -hmm. i know they've been good at this for a very long time uh but this just feels like the most complete package it's it's like marvelous it, it really is here and yeah there's yeah. a lot of a lot of heated debate online about that game surrounding how polished that game is it's wild it really is wild yeah goes to show you what, what can happen when devs take their time and don't rush things i'm, I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna <laughs> I know I'm baiting Matt into a conversation. Oh no, like I'm totally on your side, but I'm not gonna do that thing because everyone else is having that argument online right now, especially with that in- conceived uh, video from one website. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but how does co-op work? Because you can play this game full oh, co-op yeah. online. How, yeah. Is there save scrubbing when you do co-op? That is interesting. I do not know. I have not tried it because uh, I, I don't. Whew. i don't know if i ever will to be honest Uh um but yeah co-op is fine you can do co-op with everyone's individual created characters as well um you can also play as one of the characters straight up uh which is great if you don't want to create your own um Mm -hmm. there are really funny things where you can choose one of your party members to do the talking for you yeah and then swap back to your character and you can pickpocket everyone during conversation <laughs> and just go around and mess mess with them and stuff if you're stealthy enough, right? Like, it's not automatic. So they really thought of everything. Like, if you have an imagination yeah. and, and this sounds exciting to you, try it out. You will that's, you will not uh, you will not be disappointed at all. That's wild. Like, that, that it, from all that I know and don't know about D&D, this sounds like 
actual D and D in video game form. Yeah, straight to like, and I love that they show the dice roll. It's no. not something that happens in the background. It's like you actually have to click the dice to roll it, and it rolls on screen and everything. It's it's fantastic. It's really really great. That's awesome. Uh, have you been playing any other indie stuff? So much. Uh, yeah. So like last week, I I, I didn't remember if we were recording or not uh, mm-hmm. because of the showcase. Um, and holy crap, that was last week. It feels like two weeks ago. <laughs> I um, know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, a few games. I played uh, Robotherapy. Uh, I think we we, yeah. we touched on it briefly. Uh, mm-hmm. Loved it. Um, there was a second one I can't remember, but also uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Oh, sweet, yeah, love it. Style out the ass. Um, You're waiting new... for that for a while, right? You're excited about that one, yeah, because yeah. I'm a huge Jet Set Radio fan. Um, and yeah, it's the music, the art style, uh, the gameplay. It's better than Jet Set Radio. It's if this game had come out around the same time that Jet Set Radio or Jet Set Radio Future came out, this game would have topped those. But coming out now, when we're used to a little more substance in a video game, I think that's why we're seeing like sixes and sevens. And I I can gotcha. actually agree. Like as much as I am a Jet Set Radio fanboy, even though the gameplay is better or more involved, it does feel a little hollow at times. Mm. Unfortunately, but it is still a fantastic game. Grab it on sale. It's on everything now. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember what the other game was, but Sea of Stars is absolutely t- taking the rest of that time. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. And and do you think with Bomb Rush, it's it's like that because it's trying to, too hard to stick with no the OG it, inspiration? It does. So, like, in Jets Radio, when you go to Graffiti... Yeah, um, you have to move the analog stick in like counterclockwise, clockwise uh, rotations or quarter rotations mm-hmm. uh, in a sequence. Here, you have different patterns. So like, there's like, let's say six points on your screen, and you choose like which point to uh, complete the circle, essentially, and you unlock different patterns to do uh, different spray paints and stuff like that, uh, different tags. So that in itself is a lot more streamlined and it feels more intuitive than uh, what Jet Set Radio did. But some of the levels come off as a little too big with not enough to do in them. And it's like, prime example, there's a stage that looks like Shibuya uh, Station, which is also in the other two Jet Set games. But it's so big, but there's not too much to do there. So it's like... It's great seeing this. It's a great seeing this kind of scale. It's like if this game was co-op, I feel like it would be there because like a big space like that, like if you have two people going around, maybe like a little more activity from the police force or whatever that's going after you or something, mm-hmm. it would be eight, nine, ten. But as it is now, it, it just feels a little empty. Gotcha. It's okay. still great, but makes sense. As, as much as I want to pump this one up and be like, hey, no, get those tins so I can beat everyone in our <laughs> fantasy league. Sure. I am honest. <laughs> Fair. And I appreciate that. Um, we'll be right back. I'm going to kick into an ad. And then you're going to put me through a game, which I have no idea what it is. And I, if I know you, Matt, you're going to torture me, I think. Oh, yeah. I'll we'll see you in a second. 
If you've gotten to this point of the 6-1 IndieCast, that means you must enjoy what we do to some extent. So with that logic in mind, if you're enjoying this, why not support us over on patreon.com slash 6-1 Indie? We are a tiny company with huge ambitions to help amplify the indie scene one game at a time. That includes our massive production of the Mini Indie Showcase, a biannual indie game showcase for indies by indies. Not only would your dollar support our efforts into spotlighting indie games, but you gain a few perks for the podcast. First and foremost, you don't have to listen to this ad every single damn week. Secondly, you can watch the podcast live as we record it and join the discussion in the chat. And last but not least, you gain access to Clocked Out, the weekly IndieCast post-show available exclusively for patrons. This is where we get to talk about AAA games and films and get a bit unhinged and talk about like, the Scorpion King and, and Wombats and getting hurt and stuff like that. Anyways, if you're able to, and sincerely only if you're able to, it would mean the world to us if you considered supporting us over on patreon.com slash 61indie. And we're back. Um, we're not going to do the game now because I thought right. it was uh, game related. <laughs> well, that'll be a post-show thing. Um, well, I, and I'll, I'll talk to Matt a little bit of in the post-show about Final Fantasy 16. Because I did beat it and I did platinum it, so I do want to talk about it a little bit. But there, um, yep. so let's get into uh, the games coming out next week and this week in indie. Yeah. Uh, uh, how did I do this? Oh yeah, I didn't put it in the doc. I just had them up in separate tabs. Mm-hmm. Um, on Tuesday, September twelfth, we got a game called The Isle Tide Hotel, which I thought looked cool. It looked like an F and V game. It's a thriller game. Uh, again, Wales Interactive didn't see that. Of course, it is. Uh, step into the shoes of an estranged father, driven to rescue his teenage daughter Eleanor Malone from an unconventional cult on the final night of their gathering at the Isle Tide Hotel. In this intriguing live-action mystery, every decision you make shapes the unfolding story. Masterminded by the sibling director-producer duo Harry and Grace Chadwick, the Isle Tide Hotel draws inspiration from the life-changing journey of parenthood. But the transformation goes beyond that. Every playthrough reveals a fresh layer of lore, secret Easter eggs, and concealed scenes, offering new insights and clues to help you unravel the enigma of the Isle Tide Hotel. This is on Android, iOS, PC, PlayStation, Switch, and Xbox. Interesting. Yeah, that seems very uh, ambitious. It's very cool. I'm I'm, I'm down for a thrower mystery. Are you an FMV person? Used to be. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. Like, yes, I I absolutely used to be back in like the really just like PC Sega CD, and uh, mm. make fun of me as much as you want for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I I haven't played any of the Resurgence uh, FMV, and I, I know we're living in a. I, I think there is a humble bundle currently. Um, might be. Uh, is it of Wales games? It might be. Is yeah, it? I are they the so. ones that did five dates? Yep. Yeah, so it is them, um, and I think it's still active by the time I get paid again. So oh, I was sweet. gonna jump on that and finally catch up. Yeah, yeah, I, I've de- I've never played one before. Like we started doing this, mm-hmm. and then yeah, Five Dates kind of took over, and I just love the style. I like I'm waiting for my limited run Night Trap to ship. Oh yeah, uh, that's been a year since I've ordered it, and then there's that other one, American Plumbers. Hero. Plumbers don't wear ties. It's coming I'm, soon, man. I'm waiting for that free oh. order. I'm hoping it's it's by the time uh, Extra Life comes. Oh man, I want to play that during Extra Life. I'll buy it digitally too. I don't care. You guys <laughs> are gonna have to go off of Twitch and stream uh, at an adult <laughs> site for that one. Oh man, we'll just have the the whole stream just be after us. dark. 
<laughs> oh boy, that'll be a 2 a.m. game we play. Uh, also on Tuesday, the 12th, uh, Noir, Play With Your Food, comes to Mac, PC, and PlayStation 4 and 5. Huh? Noir is a fim- whimsical food art game, blending tantalizing visuals, rhythmic beats, mm-hmm. and interactive exploration. Freed from scores, time constraints, or the need for realism, Noir encourages you to indulge in food play across diverse, surreal settings. Whether orchestrating a toaster symphony or diving into a bathtub brimming with ice cream, dive into this distinctive culinary fantasy and rekindle the pure delight of play. This is the one published by Panic, right? Yes. Yeah, I played the demo uh, when I was up during May or June Mm -hmm. time. Uh, and yeah, it it's very much like there is no direction and like you're messing around with everything and it's like, all right, what does this do? And <laughs> it's very creative. It's really interesting. I, I'm excited for uh, the girls to play. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the perfect. Here's the controller. Mess around. Play with your food. Let me see. It what looks you can fantastic. Do. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's like it's going to sound like a knock, but I don't mean it as a knock. I mean, it as a compliment. That game looks way too good for that premise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> way oh, yeah. too good. Yep. <laughs> they went way too hard with the Fully visuals. <laughs> uh, also on Tuesday, September 12th, Myth Force comes to oh. PC, PS4 and 5, Switch, and Xbox platforms. Transform into a cartoon hero in a vibrant Saturday morning cartoon-inspired fantasy world. Indulge your nostalgia with pure, wholesome fun that's easy to grasp but offers a challenging mastery curve. True to the roguelike genre, each defeat sends you back to the start, yet every run through the game leaves you slightly more formidable. Progressively level up as you delve into the dungeon, discovering magical artifacts and upgrades that will empower you to to declare, I have the power. You played this with Mike, right? Mike, yeah. Uh, Good? Bad? Good. Okay. I, I hope it's a little more polished. It felt a little slow. But okay. I'm sure with more people, like all that yeah. know, fun with friends thing will come through. Yeah, yeah. Um, but gorgeous looking Absolutely. game like came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. at least to me. I'm, I'm sure this has been around the block. But um, yeah, fantastic looking game. I'm sure it delves even further than the demo we played. Um, mm-hmm. So I can't imagine how far this goes. To, so. Yeah, could be Absolutely. a lot of fun with friends like Borderlands. Because yeah. talk about the game that's miserable by by yourself. Borderlands. Oh. Don't, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've only played Borderlands by myself. <laughs> <laughs> also on Tuesday, the 12th, uh, mini indie showcase alum for this year, the last one we did last week, Full Void is coming to Switch. Yeah. Full Void is a 2D cinematic puzzle platformer set in a dystopian future. A young teenager, scared and alone, must use all their skills to defeat a rogue AI that keeps mankind oppressed. Talking about visual feasts for the eyes. What they do with the pixel art is incredible. It's so good. It, like, it, it is full on that another world out of this world, depending on which region you live in. Mm-hmm. Like pixel art and ah. Oh. I'm so ready to just dive into that game. Like I, I think I believe it is out on PC. Yes, so many games are out right now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I can't because I, I'm. Oh, it says right here only for Switch. Yeah, I think it's also out on Xbox already too. Mm. I think so. Tuesday's just a Switch release, which is great. Gotcha. Um, you can check out a dev interview at, on our YouTube channel. Um, Harry sat down with them, and it's also six one eighty dot com slash showcase. Go check it out. Woo. Also on the 12th, man, Tuesday is wild. Packed. Uh, 
<laughs> Eternites comes to PC, PS4, and 5. In Eternites, you'll brave perilous dungeons steeped in mystery and danger while counting on your companions' unique skills and spells in battle. Strategically exploit enemy weaknesses through eld through elemental attacks while skillfully dodging, parrying, and unleashing powerful combos. Monsters won't be your only challenge. You'll have to survive traps, outwit puzzles, conquer minigames, and hold hands if you are to save the world in this heartfelt game where romance and action play an equal part. Can't believe it's like already here, but like right? fans of Persona, I feel like you need this on your radar. This is the the the, the kid with the glowing hand, right? Yes. Okay, I, I believe I played the demo for this. I am excited for this oh, one sweet. too. Okay, I played yeah. way too many demos. Guys. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good demo uh, of festivals that happened this year. Uh, yeah, Eternites looks pretty cool. Again, another RPG to come out in a month good of RPGs. Chunk RPGs yeah. though, not like oh, absolutely five hundred hour RPG. <laughs> We'll take Baldur's Gate out of that. <laughs> and then... mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Baldur's Gate and uh, Starfield, you're never leaving your rooms. <laughs> no. Uh, Wednesday, the 13th, Gunbrella comes to PC and Switch. Mm. Gunbrella is a noir punk action adventure set in a world dependent on a rapidly diminishing natural resource. Players take the role of a gruff woodsman on a quest for revenge, armed with the mysterious Gunbrella, a firearm that doubles as an umbrella. His investigation becomes entangled with the inner workings of ghouls and gangsters, cops and cultists, and the fallout of corporate exploitation. Hell yeah. I'm so excited this has a date. Yep. It, out of nowhere, too. Yeah, like I, I know they did that Devolver delayed showcase, yeah. and it, that was a few weeks ago, and this was not on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think last week they're like, hey, yeah, it's out next week, or it's yep. out 13th. <laughs> it's cool. I'm excited. I I did not realize it was Switch console only. That makes me a little sad. Not that I don't own a Switch. I just I'd rather right. play it on my on my TV. Yeah, I totally don't have my Switch. I already put it in one of my bins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, doing soft game, uh, doing got a Roboto. Um, oh my god, that physical only game that we loved from yeah. last year. Hell, right heavens, at- Demon Throttle, Demon Throttle. Um, yeah, they do fantastic, uh, fantastic work. Can't wait for Umbrella. Uh, Thursday, the fourteenth, AK Zolato, Act Zolato. The axolotl game, like the like the creature, the axolotl. Yeah, but it's AK because he has an AK forty seven. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> coming Thursday on uh, PC, PS four and five, Switch and Xbox One and Series X. Axolotl offers the pinnacle of top town roguelike shooter experiences, featuring the cutest amphibian protagonist. Step into the shoes of an axolotl wielding an AK as you embark on a heroic frenzy, gunning down any obstacles in your path. Plow through an ar- array of biomes and vanquish randomly generated rooms, all while gathering delectable food and rescuing adorable baby axolotls. Aww. This is this has been a long time coming. Yeah, I think I think we first saw this movie two three years ago, like in a mix or something. Mm-hmm. Um, very happy for the devs to finally have that out in people's hands. I know it has a very like solid cult following too, so that's cool. Uh, Thursday, September 14th. Uh, disclaimer, Mike works on this game. I also work at Vicarious. 
take that for what you will. Uh, hope Mike's okay with that disclaimer. <laughs> Pathfinder, <laughs> Gallows Spire Survivors, comes to PC Early Access. A new roguelike survivor game set in the beloved fantasy world of Pathfinder. Enter Gallows Spire, Pathfinder's legendary tower of darkness, alongside your fearless companion. Slay hordes of enemies, upgrade your arsenal, and overcome deadly bosses to seal away the ancient king of undeath. I have never survivors. played a Pathfinder game. There's I have not either. There's all there. There was a lot, um, but yeah. If you like survivors, looks this looks cool. Nice. Uh, also, Thursday, Solar Ash comes to Switch and Xbox consoles. Um, and Solar Game Ash, too, I believe. Oh, is it Game Pass? Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Releases.com doesn't say that. They should though. Uh, and solar ash the player journeys through the ultra void a ravenous rift in space swallowing worlds it's a place of incredible danger and surreal spaces a dream none can escape familiar through alien lush but grotesque peaceful at times and supremely violent in others our characters must find solace in each other to make it through the spiral of despair they find themselves trapped in players will blast through high-speed traversal challenges with wild gravity and beautiful vistas while slaying massive monsters and meeting other lost souls beware the remnants that loom and bristle with hunger uh previous playstation console exclusive Mm -hmm. finally coming out everywhere so that's pretty cool i still need to play this series of games like I've never I'm not played sure Hyperlight. This is tied to Hyperlight Drifter. I thought it was. I know was. it's the same studio, but Yeah. Um, I thought it yeah, was, but I haven't played this one either. Um which is interesting because this is essentially Jet Set Shadow of the Colossus. Well, like I should be all here, but <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um Oh, also, I just did think of a news thing. I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier. Uh Annapurna is in talks to make a stray movie oh yeah the the animated movie right uh, yeah i believe so and so there there are talks of other annapurna games to be made into that like kind of cross media kind of thing and those games are perfect for it donut county youtube channel yes <laughs> the whole fucking I'm channel down. <laughs> i'm so down man. and it's just youtube shorts that's all it is <laughs> I can also totally see Annapurna doing like an HBO series of what remains of Edith Finch. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I like a movie I think would be too heavy. <laughs> Spread it out over a couple episodes. Yeah. Um, they've got a lot of really cool, exciting games. So that I think would work extremely well in a movie or TV setting. But yeah. yeah You're going to count a YouTube channel. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give a, give the Annapurna film side some business again. Cause it's been a while. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then a fun one, uh, which I thought would be fun to throw in uh, for Friday, September 15th, coming to Xbox consoles. I believe it's everywhere already. Uh, game dev story. Ooh. Manage your own game company and try to create a million selling game in this unique simulation. Features the ability to develop your company's own game console, plus a system for charging or for changing your staff members' professions. Hire talented people and train them to develop their skills. As your staff gets more experience, you will unlock a wider array of game genres and content to develop. Try to find the most popular combinations and develop for the latest platform. Your staff members can have a variety of game related professions from programmer to sound engineer work hard and you may reach the top of the video game industry oh you're you have it <laughs> cool. oh yeah I've owned, I've owned this for years oh okay so it's been a mobile thing for a while yeah it's Sweet. been mobile uh it's been on switch ps4 so yeah finally they have Is a it lot a good of time? games yeah 
it, it's <laughs> it's difficult but it's fun because like you move through the different console generations like you start oh, with nice. like um a lot of the japanese pc consoles um so like the msx and stuff like that they're not called that though they're uh, like, like puns they're uh, parodies of all those consoles uh okay so it's really fun seeing like how much goes into it where like you need to buy like the licensing to put a game on that platform like do you just keep continuing releasing on PC where you don't have to buy licensing? Mm. Uh, or do you pay this and hope it sells enough where it pays for that? It's it's a it's a fun game to play. That's cool. That's very, very cool. Uh, yeah, next week's packed. Have your wallets ready. A lot of really good indie games on top of the ones we already have downloaded or on their way to being shipped to your house. Whew. What a time to be a gamer. It's crazy. It's a good time. Um, Matt, thanks for joining me on a very shortened episode. Thank That's you. Fine. Yeah. Well, we've got to talk about CSRs. That's all that matters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> next week, we'll be back with the full crew and uh, maybe a guest next week. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, until then, uh, stay safe. We love you. Play more indies. Bye. Play all the indies. All the indies. <laughs> all of them. <laughs>